0: All right, we are live, folks.
1: We're live?
0: Well, we're not live, but we're recording. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Y2 Experience Podcast. This is your host, Byron Horton. uh, We're going to have a round robin today. Uh, Dave is joining me, as per usual, for the Shed series. It is his shed. It's my shed. (laughs) (laughs) But the other guy you're going to hear on the mic, Kyle, introduce yourself. Oh Kyle, <laughs> but now they it? now they know your voice. He
1: set okay. you up for the most awkward <laughs> intro because well because like we're recording this on a podcast you know like on like a microphone right but we're staring at a camera, so it's like it throws you off because you're like you you want to look at it like and talk to like the people but like really we're just talking to a mic. Yeah, but like, I guess that. the whole uh, like podcasts themselves are are kind of awkward in the beginning because like you can't just like. It's, you're you're constantly thinking you're you're like recording this elaborate thing when realistically you're just. <laughs> oh, Chevy is not allowed in the podcast. He got kicked out last time. Well, we had to pause there for a second because my uh, daughter came out here and let the dog in shed, and he just just brings mayhem with him. But we were talking about this uh, the the whole podcast
0: conundrum. Like it's it's kind of you kind of got to get used to it. Yeah, you do. And same thing with the camera. You shove a camera in your face. Even uh, uh, myself, I've shot hundreds of videos. I don't think it was until like year two that I was like okay with with pushing record. Oh, still,
2: yeah. to this, still to this day, I I go over and do things multiple times just to make sure so that I get it right. Make sure it doesn't sound stupid. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, I you.
0: I think with podcasts sometimes I get I get too amped up, mm-hmm. and then I uh, oh I I do uh, I don't talk normal. But after you get flowing, I don't think about it. Yeah, it, sure. it goes way, way better. Yeah. It's a hard start. Yeah. Is what it is.
2: And
1: in podcast, especially when you got like multiple people, um, it's just mm-hmm. like you know when I I, I don't re listen to them anymore because when I re listen to them, for one, I couldn't hate my voice anymore than I do when I listen to myself talk. Me too. Exactly. <laughs> Me I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Number two it's like uh, like I don't I I feel like. Like, you're always like, oh, man, I interrupted so-and-so here. Or I talked over so-and-so here. And you feel bad about it, and you're, like, trying to, like... Be like a better podcaster. I don't know. Have good but. podcast
2: etiquette. <laughs> yeah, well, <I> guess. <laughs>
1: Which is like such a dumb thing. Like, dude, we're hunters and we're just sitting here talking about hunting. No, I like, get it. You got to like hey, simmer it back a little s- bit. Some podcasts can't talk about
2: hunting They have a hunting podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's <true>. <laughs> <laughs> well, I get what you mean, honestly, because there, there are a couple podcasts that I listen to and I'm not going to name any names, but there are two people that literally, that I, I think highly of that sit and argue back and forth right over top of one another and it just drives me absolutely insane it's hard to follow sometimes so
3: yeah
0: yeah but um getting things started we just shot a review on the marsupial bino harness Uh, that's going to be out on youtube but we're going to give one of those away on Patreon, which is kind of cool. So I'm going to put a link. A
1: huge giveaway. Yeah,
0: that's a nice giveaway. You know, $100, $120 in value. But we're going to go ahead and give one of those away here in the next month. So if you want to join uh, the Tail Experience Patreon. And we do try and get back to those guys. We're putting a uh, solo podcast out there with a little more information. And uh, I just did a scout the other day and I... I um, basically did an infield podcast like this is what i'm seeing this is what pins i'm laying a little more information with yeah. visuals so and it's like a it's like such a good like uh, gift type of item too because like the bino harness
1: yeah cuz like do you need need a bino harness no but like, um, you know, so, so you're like debating on if you want to drop that hundred bucks on it, but then like, but if you were to get one, you would use it and love it to death.
0: Oh, it'd be sweet.
1: But like, you just, you know, it's kind of like, do I need it? You know, uh, I don't know. It's like a luxury item kind of. Do you want a beer? I uh, do. They're right there. <laughs> I got better beer.
0: You want right. Oh, cool. better beer. I got Miller Lite and Bud Select if you want them. Gold tops? Uh, I'm going with the Boosh. Okay. Are you trying to watch your calories? What do you mean? Payton, I'm, you like, I'm always... Uh, dude, they're saying cowards yeah. ignore light. <laughs> I with when did you. when put that
2: in
1: here? I put both those heaters in here, um, I don't know, Thank God, a month like ago. It's like three
2: degrees outside. I yep.
1: got to run that one on low, because if I run them both on high, it'll blow
0: the breaker in the basement. Mm. This is a high podcast studio. Yeah.
1: I got this... this look, see his pool table We're said that? This is it's a, a card table. table. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I miss a poker table.
2: <laughs> like no, I don't see the pool table. I am just looking at the felt and it
1: just threw me threw me off the plate. But nonetheless, this is the funniest thing about this table specifically is I sold this at a yard sale I had. I sold it. Guy came and I had to, I was selling this for five dollars. The guy was like, I'll take it. I'm like, sweet, sold. Gave me the five dollars. He he's driving a Chevy Cavalier, he couldn't fit in his car. He's like, Oh, I'll be right back. He's like uh he's like he's like, I already paid for it, Are you hold for me. I was like, yeah. put it to the side of the house, he never came back.
0: Five, best five dollars you ever watched. <laughs>
1: so this I, I'm 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 positive on this table. <laughs> yeah.
2: I hope he's a listener and he comes over here tomorrow.
1: That's one of them old
0: house, he'll know where I live now. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. <laughs> so over there in the ghetto <laughs> He ain't listening. Kyle, I just asked you uh if you wanted a beer and I just posted on our, our social after you shoot one, what are you drinking? What is uh, maybe either meal of choice plus beverage of choice? Like, uh, are you celebrating in any way on those two uh, fronts?
2: Uh, No, prob- no, not really, because usually my team, so, no, I, Let me explain. <laughs> let me explain. I have about a hundred mile trip from where I hunt to where I live.
0: Nobody so, said you had to make it that night, sir. That's true.
1: We could just chill by yourself. Like, yeah,
0: I would totally crack a beer by myself if I shot a good buck. I do I wouldn't.
1: stick with my answer,
0: no. <laughs> okay. I don't really know.
2: I had I had Wendy's after I shot my buck this year. Okay. So it was a Coke. Spicy okay. nuggets? Huh? Spicy Nuggets? No, but it was a spicy Asiago chicken sandwich. Ooh. It was really good. It,
0: yeah, it was tasty. Dave, what about you? What's uh, after you shoot a buck? What do you what are you drinking? What are you eating?
1: Well he just mentioned that sandwich and I'm kinda hungry. It sounds delicious. <laughs> Uh, what am I eating? Uh, so, after I shoot a buck, I'm probably going to drink a lot of beers, so I'll probably eat <laughs> a frozen pizza at, like, he, midnight.
3: Wait, we, we, what a, we just went a, shopping,
1: and he bought, like, five, like, two, um, frozen pizzas, and we just went shopping today, and he bought, like, ten.
0: Good job, Peyton. I'm glad you're here a yeah. your yeah, yes. Yes. Uh, you know. This I Yes. Uh, are my guilty pleasures, man, is in frozen pizzas. It's I do love me some frozen pizzas. That is a life lesson from Dave. Because if you have some beers, you don't want to eat healthy afterwards. And
3: he didn't wow. eat the two ones that we already had. So
2: now you guys are rocking 12 frozen pizzas in there? Don't you worry about Solid. that. Taddy's hungry. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, uh, is he going to eat a, a whole pizza by himself?
0: Yeah, uh, the definitely.
1: The frozen pieces are not that good. <laughs> no, they're not. That good. They're not Have You
2: big. met your dad. <laughs>
1: you gotta get the tombstones. No, no. they're not the like. The, they're they're the cheapest. Like uh, cheapest they're best the best. Piece? The best cheapest one. No. The best cheap ones. What's the better, cheap ones?
0: Jacks are not as good as Tombstone, and mm-hmm. either is like Tony's. Red Baron's not that good. Red Barons are
1: more expensive. I,
0: I'm okay with spending the two dollars extra I, I, and getting a better frozen yeah, pizza. Yeah, I mean
2: at the end of the day, I mean you're already talking cheap when yeah, you Yeah, they're the already significantly. Pizza, why are we going to the cheapest frozen pizza possible? Yeah, I, and all the like. Tombstones are four forty-nine. For have you ever son. got out of college? Are you still in that college <laughs> mode? I I eat the Totinos,
1: crispy crust. They're delicious. Mm. I uh
2: <laughs> you don't eat those
1: anymore. Mm-hmm. You done not graduated from them. huh? You got grown. You can no longer eat Totino's crispy crust. Is
2: that a thing? I don't, I don't know, want to eat those. Well, I eat Totino's Who? pizza rolls. I never I never graduated from pizza
0: rolls. You ever dip pizza rolls in Italian dressing?
2: They're Chevy's favorite. I toy. feel like we're changed directions.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to deer hunting. After after I shoot a buck, I like uh, I I brought Miller Lite and Modellas when I came to Dave's house. Oh, and yeah, I generally get dead. some pizzas. Do you guys do the Modelo's with the lime and the, tajin. the uh, tajin. Yeah, a little spicy seasoning on the the rim. Pretty I, pretty I, delicious. I will say I'm a fan of
2: the Mexican beer. They they have it figured out.
0: Yeah, I, and I like their marketing. You know, they they went after the UFC crowd. Yeah, um, yeah. I kind of like what modelos has got going on. Modelo
1: did. Yeah, yeah. Well, they sponsored all the man. UFC
0: fights and and oh, stuff. I bet. I'll pay attention to
1: the marketing. Mm. <laughs>
2: Well, that's probably because you're dealing with the
1: cheapest the stuff possible. Yeah. No, Medellas uh, are way better than Coronas for sure. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And and I I get a bad headache from Dos Equis, and they got rid of the most interesting. What do you call them? Dos Equis. Dos Equis. Dos Equis. <laughs> Dos Equis. I, I don't
2: think I've ever drank those.
0: Yeah, Pacifico is really good too. If you ever find one. Of those. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, I those are those. The are Bahamas pretty...
1: had a uh, beer called Sands. It was delicious. Same type of beer though.
0: Okay. So I got, uh, oh, I asked for topics for the podcast, just discussion points, and we got a a little bit of a variety, didn't get quite the response I was hoping, but um, this guy asked, hey, for a podcast topic, what do you do if you check the wind at your house and you get to your hunting spot and it's completely backwards, Um, do you check it on your way in, Uh, do you get to your hunting area a couple hundred yards and determine I'm going all the way in or not going? Uh, basically, asking a lot of wind-based, you know, is mm-hmm. it if it's not blowing the way you do, you get down and move. A lot of I don't know. The, he wrote a paragraph. I'm paraphrasing, but yeah, you kind of um, get
1: the that's that sounds like every hunt I've ever been on in my life. <laughs> <laughs> like, Especially in the hills, it's always wrong. Yeah. So I'm guessing he's uh, he's probably so he sees the wind direction. He's he's going to an area according to what the wind direction says is going to be, and then he's got then he's going and dealing with thermals. And the wind bouncing and, ro- and rolling and, and whatnot. So he's like, he's thinking that it's backwards, you know, mm. because of the way it's bouncing and, and in thermals. Um, and um, uh, there's a lot of options you could do here. You could hunt higher for one. Higher um, in the tree. Just higher, no, higher, well, yeah, higher in the tree, okay. but just higher on the hillside. Because yeah. okay. then the wind would be more true. Um, or you could. Um, just if if you're hunting like a specific trail then you wait till you get to the area then pick Throw your milkweed and then assess. pick where you yeah so like you know you, you get to the, you get to the general area you know th- the where the deer are going and coming from hopefully or at least you are assuming the way the deer are going and coming from duh, duh. you're assuming the way deer are traveling so then you base what side of the trail what side of the travel pattern you set your stand on based on the wind there um usually you're just screwed
0: yeah you almost pray that hey (laughs) i hope they don't come from this way today
1: well and then you know and if you're in a stand you know like, like if you're in any kind of hills the wind goes all directions at some point or another it does so um you just have to hope that like at the you know you just hunt you try to hunt the most consistent way it's blowing mm-hmm. but realistically it's going to eventually blow all different directions so if that buck like that's why it's a really tough early season because those bucks don't aren't moving as fast you know they're just like they're like like taking they're, they're coming at you very very slowly you know they're just browsing their way to you
0: more likely to, to catch something if it uh, swirls or because it's
1: always going to swirl. You know, yeah. if you're in any kind of hills, it's swirling nonstop. You know, it feels like you know, unless you got a really uh, good thermal pool or like you know a a really really strong wind, you're going to have some ricocheting of some of some wind. You're going to have some the thermals. will sometimes like the wind, you get, it might get a gust that'll overpower the thermals, but then the thermals will come down. I've heard InFault say he hunts the thermals because they're more consistent than the wind. I um. um
0: I find myself really looking at the forecast or whatever, and I look for those days where the wind is below, let's call it seven, eight miles an hour. I feel like in the hills, I have way more consistent, uh, Just even if it's just the wrong direction, at least it's going consistently. But once it gets above 10, 12, I feel like it bounces and does a lot more funky things that I don't understand. Uh, I do try now, leave notes on my OnX that, hey, in this system, if... The wind is west. It does blow west, or maybe it blows to the south. I got one. I got one hillside that it blows to the south. I think 80% of the hunts, and I still don't know when it flips or why it does. But I just know, okay, if I want to hunt this hillside, play it as if it's probably going to be a southern wind. It, 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 I'm not going to pull out if I think the buck's there. Blows south or blows from the south? Blows south. Uh, like I would hunt it with south winds. Uh, so it blows from the south, yeah. My so bad. it
1: blows from the south. Yeah, yeah, that's mm-hmm. how it just...
0: Primarily it blows uh, from the south? Yeah, I don't know why. Um, well, it, it was north at like 15 that day. Nope. <laughs> <laughs>
2: there there, like, there are some spots that I've run into down in the area where I go that, I mean, it doesn't... If It, it can be maybe southwest, west. I mean, there's they're just due to the topography, it forces winds to go a certain direction. Um, so basically... Specifically to answer that question from coming from me, I heard Cody say a long time ago, "Don't be too attached to one specific spot." And for me, if if I show up in the area that I want to go to and the wind's not blowing where I expected it to be, then I automatically I I pretty much assume that that deer that the deer that I'm after probably isn't bedded where I expected him to be bedded either. So I try and just make adjustments on the fly if I have to not necessarily be too committed to one spot but make adjustments if i if it's not right it's not right if it's not right for me it's probably not right for them either
1: yeah there's so many factors to go into though because you can get there in the dark you know and then like the wind, like 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 in a gust, it might go a different way, and then when it calms down, it might you know thermals might get that pool because you're sitting there in the dark. Sure. You know, so then like you, you, who knows what's going to do once that sun pops oh, up. Oh sure. 100%. So you like you might move for nothing, and then you're sitting there debating like, well should I move? Because once the sun comes up, I'm probably good. But if I but then I'm, I'm not good for these first couple hours. So then that, then then that depends on what time of year you're hunting. Like if you're hunting a rut, mm-hmm. then you want to kind of basically hunt you you want to. I guess if it's a rut, I'm betting my odds on after sun's up. Sure. Whereas if it's like early season, late season, well, not late season in the morning, but if it's like early season, I'm expe- I'm, I'm, I'm more betting my, my bank on that
3: first hour. Right.
1: So, like, you know, it's there's so many factors. Like,
0: you you, you want to talk about overthinking something, start thinking about the
3: wind, wind you know? In like, hill country. It,
0: does, <laughs> it seems yeah. in farm country. It's pretty consistent. It doesn't, I don't have as much problems with it. You want to say that's fine, um, but yeah. Well, you
1: want to talk about uh, you gonna go turkey home with me this year?
0: She can speak. Her head, yes.
2: <laughs>
1: they can't hear your head shake, girl.
0: Yeah. All right, babe. All right. All right. I'll right. here a bit. The uh, the other one that came in was um, oh that we should talk about she is everyone posting trying to be something they're not. Um, lots of internet heroes. You know, out there creating the, the wrong image for for new hunters, in my opinion. You know, probably taking a little shot there at social media, you know. The, yeah, for The sure. social media hunters. I just, you know, it's funny. I was talking to a guy the other day, and uh, we were just talking branding and uh, expansion. And He goes, yeah, so-and-so's got this many thousand followers on uh, TikTok. And I said, really? I was like, I can't do a damn thing on TikTok. I post too many <laughs> photos and videos with antlers in them, and they all get banned. <laughs> and uh, the guy is giving advice on killing bucks. You know how many bucks he's killed in the last five years? <laughs> One. <laughs> that's, it, that's his whole TikTok thing is is hunt this or here's a scenario. And, and me too. it bothers me a little bit.
2: Well,
0: it, def- me too. It, it burned me to the core that I'm like, oh, my God, he's built such a, a successful brand. And I'm like, but look at what he's done.
1: Dude, that's 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 most social media people, you know. Um, and, you know, honestly, hell, I ain't shot that many
0: bucks in the last handful of years either. I can't really say much either, you know, but like Sure, but you don't have a social media feed full of big buck killing advice or advice yeah. to hunters. I have
1: given advice, I've given advice on podcasts and YouTube videos and whatnot and scouting videos and um I mean, it's fine. You ain't got to listen to me. You ain't got to see, you know, I don't have this wall of tons of bucks, you know, largely due to I've just missed them. <laughs> yeah, like if you could shoot.
2: Yeah, I definitely ain't taking no
1: shooting advice.
2: For you. <laughs> Absolutely fine.
0: not. David, I, can, you, I can
1: find them, but I just can't, I just yeah, can't shoot them. Even if you
0: went 50% on, on the encounters in the last five years. Yeah, I'd have be, three more on the wall. Yeah.
1: Three more 140s, you know, but it is what it is. But uh yeah, that it is, a, it is a thing, you know, and now it's like becoming popular to like, it's almost becoming popular to like make fun of people who are <laughs> Damn, on,
0: doing social can't... media stuff.
1: Oh, we got a new arrival to the shed.
0: <laughs> shed series podcast. Damn, you're not it just work, blew, out, blew out our listeners' eardrums.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what is this camo dildo you funny. have? Yeah, what is this?
0: dustin just came in folks uh, oh, oh he's got a tube man. of bush
2: lights yeah,
0: wait a minute show that to the camera
2: what Let me get t-
0: back t- up for yeah, a little yeah wait a minute man. dustin comes in ready to roll oh, okay you're
2: on believe the team it to dustin edwards to bring the most redneck thing to white <laughs> hey t- believe, t- it t- t- not, <laughs> believe it or
3: not believe it or not my grandma actually bought this from my daughter as a Gunsling, I told her, I
0: said, come on, that's
3: not a (laughs) gunsling. Folks, it is a,
0: to describe it for the podcast, it's about as a a baseball bat long, but it fits uh, 12 ounce aluminum cans perfectly in a six
2: pack. Probably is it a six pack? Yes, six pack.
0: Yeah. And uh in a uh, mini cooler zip guy that is covered in real tree camo. I mean, it is America as you get. There is a
2: two hundred percent chance E Bright has one of those in his hunting gear next year. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I got one upstairs. It's an American flag
1: though. Oh, that is
0: great. <laughs> that is great. Great entrance. Oh <laughs> uh, Yeah. We, we yeah. <laughs> let Dustin, we were just talking one of our uh no one of our comments to the post was uh, just about social media and people posting to post, uh, not really exactly the best uh, forefront for the hunting industry and getting new hunters involved. I think actually, just pivoting real quick, our uh, our brand targets ourselves at age 20 years old where, uh, you know, obsessed with white tails, but putting out like real world numbers. Like, hell, I, I shed hunted the other day for eight miles. I found zero sheds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, versus I listened to working class hunter the other day and like they were talking about finding 22 sheds a day. I'm like, Dude. what? I was like, that's like five, seven years of shed hunting for me.
2: Well, maybe that's our problem. Maybe we keep it too real. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, 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 hey, maybe, I, I, they must not
1: have any squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Now, his uh, farm fields, is flat, you know, uh, clearly. the source is late, uh,
0: Better if you've got him, like Austin's I'll a farmer, I'm sure he has good stuff for, for late season, yeah. finds a lot of sheds, but, but real world numbers. Yeah. yeah. I think I went zero for 60 miles last year. Ouch. Yeah.
3: It's rough. Yeah. <laughs> How many sheds you found here lately? Uh, last few years I haven't found very many. Okay. Like. Oh. I'm the world's worst uh, shed hunter, but I need plus to put sixty miles
2: on.
0: That's the that's the ouch to me.
1: Well, they're like scouting miles. They're not like straight. Like you're not just like combing,
0: right. cut fields.
2: Sixty miles of sixty.
1: Sixty miles, yeah. miles of
0: walk. But it's funny. Like I was thinking about this in my head the other day. Might be easier for me to shoot a good buck on public land than find a good buck shed. Yeah, sure. They move. The sheds don't move. Yeah. But that all I got to do is walk where they should be late season and find them. Then right? Like where should they be? I would think southern slopes with good, you know, stuff around them, good <laughs> greenbrier, good, good. You've been briar. reading
2: too many film and stream magazines. <laughs> I'm just nearby.
1: <laughs> so, so the other day I. Can't, but that's public, so you got to think like, okay, yeah, southern slope food nearby. That's black and white, right? Mm-hmm. But now you got a fact that there's been three gun seasons. There's been orange armies on their ass for the last two months. Well, and I think I think
0: guys will shed hunt public ground that wouldn't hunt it. Hundred yeah. percent.
1: Mm-hmm. There's way more set pressure than hunt pressure. Absolutely. Yep. Cause it's like you know, if you have like, say, you got like two like forty acre pieces of private, you know, yeah, you can shed hunt both those and and before noon, yeah, you know, and then you're like, well, I keep one, I want to kind of keep walking, look for sheds. Let's go public, you know. Yeah. So then you got guys to come Easier public. to
0: drag a shed out than it is drag a buck out. Yeah. Well, That's why like, you see the turkey pressure too,
1: because yeah, it's more like,
2: shroom hunters than turkey yeah,
1: yeah. Shroom yeah. hunters. Shroom yeah. hunters, turkey hunters. You know, you just, yeah, you don't have to deal with, yeah, exactly. It's so much easier, yeah. you know. I just got to walk in here, maybe I hear gobbles, maybe I won't. If I don't, uh, I'll just uh, walk
2: out here. I just walk shrimp. home. I hate
0: shrimp hunters come turkey season. I you, we got them. a few good mushroom spots. We have a couple mushroom spots. That, actually, we no, no. We got, one. I know, I know another one, but.
1: Yeah, but, but they're not like, well, the one I know. Is the one is a like slam dunk. Like, you go, <laughs> you're going to come out there
0: with, the, I don't know, I don't know, pounds, but like like buckets multiple of them, buckets for sure like the, the the week it hits it may not be that week yeah but w- you know well, late
1: to one year and they were like they were like bigger and oh. like uh starting starting to yellow kind of they're still delicious where are they at dave's got them in his
0: freezer no, no does dave and andy go there
2: no i'm talking about the spot where's the spot? oh I don't no
0: care no, about no. The that is that is that is hidden yeah <laughs> There's deer there too. Well, then I hate you. There guys is deer too. there. There's actually a
1: camera still there. It's been there for like nine months.
0: Andy refuses to go get it. It's probably gone.
1: <laughs> I got two cameras out too that are probably gone. Oh, I got like
0: 10. <laughs> They're still out? Yeah. Um, well, I just put like three out the other day. Like two, two three weeks ago. Yeah. And then I've got a whole other area I haven't been to. You need Oh, you got I'm
3: good. I got my koozie. My giant thing. koozie, man. Yeah, they're good. Camo Deldo. You. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin, you've been trapping a bit. I have. I have. I, uh, so the last few years, the coyote pressure on the property I hunt just threw the roof. I mean, Are you seeing them when you're hunting? Not seeing them when I'm hunting, but trail, trail, trail cams games. at night, coyotes. All night long, I've got multiple videos of chasing deer. You know, just the coyote pressure on the deer over the last few years has been terrible, and this year was it. so from the coyote pressure and a few other changes on the property I hunt. This was probably my worst year in a long time. But your daughter shot a slammer. She, she did. That deer had showed up five to seven days before youth season, and. Uh, Actually, yeah, on the complete opposite side of the streets. farm, and the other guy that hunts this farm said, hey, why don't you do a hunt my blind? I got a little buck coming in oh, nice. just about every morning. We sat there. Sure enough, 7.30, this buck walks in. I'm like, oh, How never. big <laughs> for the listening audience. So So, I sc- rough scored him at 139 and some change.
0: But he's like all mass and all beans. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. He's, he's a not, big frame. Yeah, absolutely. I, you, what, 130s? 139 for our first deer ever. <laughs> Which which time out on Facebook that deer's 149. I'm fully convinced.
1: Well, it just goes back to that last comment.
0: Yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm not a I'm not a great scorer either. Yeah, the 130 crowd gets skipped over too much. 130's a stud. Well, yeah, oh sure, absolutely. And it, like it, it, it depends on what
1: kind, Like it depends on the deer. You know, like it's crazy. It's it's it's, it's so um, it, it differentiates. The score doesn't mean shit to a point. Yeah. Like you gotta look at the deer to see. You know, um, hell who um, who shot like like a
3: stud deer that didn't score the best here lately? Well you did you shot that, uh, that yeah, I shot pitchfork yeah, pitchfork board. he ended up scoring ninety eight inches. <laughs> it makes a- after deduction six. after deduction, is ended up being an eight point. Well, after deduction, I don't, don't like care about the score inches. but I really don't care about deduction. <laughs> so yeah. I really don't well, care exactly. about that. Exactly. Well that's so I chased a deer last year that had he was 14 point with a drop tie on his left side. The other guy on the farm... Different, different. Just breezes over that. The other guy on the farm ended up killing this deer, and he sent me the score of him this year. Now he got him back from the taxidermist. 130... I'm sorry. 167 before deductions and like 140-something after deductions. said, so yeah, that's a that's 160-inch deer. I'm not taking it. Yeah. I'm not yeah. calling it deductions. Well,
1: deductions don't mean shit. But even, even without... The, like, not even talking about deductions. Like, you might get a deer that, like... Like is like, like crazy good frame, like, 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 well, like wall of tines scores like 127. Yeah. Then you might get like a, um, like a, uh, young two and a half year old 10 point. Everything's typical. And he's got a little tines, bit of fours, a l- little bit of fours, like uh, decent beams, you know, 127, you know, two year old. Then you might have like a, uh, like a five year old. Eight-pointer, stubby, massive, uh, you know, deer, 127. All different deer. Like, completely different. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, it's just,
0: score doesn't mean everything. You know, just, like. It does help. Like, when I'll be like, Dave, I saw a good one. you would be like, well, how good? I'll be like, "Ah, I saw like 120-inch. You know, ten points. Uh, that's the that's yeah.
1: the that's the only good thing I see from coming yeah. from the. Then the you know scoring he system. wasn't a
0: hundred and thirty-five inch ten point. That's right.
1: the only good thing I can see coming from the scoring system in in my eyes, like in my personal hunting life. It's like that way
3: I can get like a somewhat of a gist of what you're talking about. Yeah, So, yeah. so <laughs> the, the coyotes, Back to the coyotes. Oh yeah. You, so, you've been shooting them. You've been uh, them. them. How, how many you got? I've got three so far. Um, I actually, when we got this last storm, I pulled my traps. Ice obviously going to mm-hmm. freeze the ground. Yeah, not worth anything. So I pulled them, just waiting on this ice and snow to melt. Them, you and got like back f- out. footholds. Yeah, footholds. I've, I've so, literally I've tried to trap one time <laughs> in my life. So I so I started last year. I uh, started with snares last year, and I I can't figure those things. Out. Okay, deer knock them down, coyotes knocking down, coons knock them out, whatever. But every time I go check them, they're down. Um, so this year I decided to go ahead and run footholds. And did you have to like boil them in baking soda and shit? So how much? And it's kind
0: of expensive to like. Okay, I want yeah, well, to get six, seven traps. So, so I got six. You traps way more stuff.
1: than I. I nothing about this. You're talking like a foothold. I'm just like. Oh, man. I got
0: ripped on a forum one time because I was asking trapping questions. A guy like wrote me the rule book. But go ahead, Dustin. Yeah. So no.
3: <laughs> all in to get started. I'm, I'm pretty close to like 250 bucks, I think. hmm So yeah, it's but yeah, boil them to get all the grease off everything. Let them rust, dye them, wax them, now, and you got to go out and bury your footholds, yep, right? Yep. Well,
1: why? Why are you treating these 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 footholds like a cast iron skillet? So, what? From what? I, <laughs> why is there so much yeah, work why, involved? Why you what in your foot <laughs> Literally, why is there so much work involved in, in this metal contraption?
3: From what I've read, I can put it out. No, no it I, I've, oh yeah, I've. This heard is a my lot first year. Running footholds, trapping, you know, Why do anything? you have to do all it. that shit to it just to even put it well, out if there? If you so, give
2: him a second to answer, he'll answer <laughs> it for you.
3: So from what I've read.
2: <laughs> Fuck you.
3: Boiling it takes the, all the, you know, machine grease and that off so it doesn't yeah. smell. Waxing it. I'm sorry. Dyeing it helps it blend in with the soil, I guess, a little better. Waxing it locks all that scent that's left in it inside so they don't smell it. Yeah. and And helps it perform a little better. Right, we need to get into so the how, so you got you six of them you said I use six yeah so you're setting oh, six of these bad somebody, boys out and then you got to check them 24 so actually, hours actually I only got four out because I got two extra just in case a dog gets bent or a pan gets bent so do it and you got to check them every 24 yep. hours right like you can't let them sit sit
0: so. so so you kind of got to devote almost two trips to the farm
3: So yeah, I I usually I depending on the day I'll get up before I go to work run out there check them real fast at home or I'll check them after I get off work how what do many you traps bake? you running four. how many four so I, I'm running four but I've got two sets basically there's two there's one on each side of the trail where I've got them set
0: are you uh any sort of attractant to to get those uh, yeah, around like some deer meat so or I'm, some
3: scraps or I'm not using any lures um that's one thing I didn't really understand when I first started mm-hmm. I use uh some uh put some sardines on gland scents or something like that you know that I should You might get hole. raccoons though <laughs> Dude, I have no they, idea. they gotta go too though. yeah the raccoons are, actually I got a raccoon this year too I, we got a bunch of those they gotta go. But, like, there's a season for coons yeah, versus not it, for... It's, it's over now at the end of... Okay, fair I think coon season went out the end of January.
1: Which, What's the rules there if you catch the wrong species?
3: Yeah, I've got, a, got, I've got a catch pole. i got to let it go.
0: You know what a catch pole is? No. So catch is right. like a catch pole is, like, about the size it? of a broom handle. Yeah. Yep. And it's got, like, a snare at the end Oh, okay, you can, like... Like like, like, dog you can catch like, a like like a dog catcher. Like a dog catcher. Yeah, yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah, a dog catcher.
0: So, yeah. How do
1: you undo the... Yeah,
3: yeah. How'd that go? I haven't had to do it yet. I caught the coon during season, so I was able to shoot it. Okay. So, so, you, know, so you snare it. But you snare it. And from what the video, like I said, still learning myself. Yeah. From this the is videos great. I've seen, basically you just take your feet and put the, push the trap down, and let the foot out. I'll okay, you and you've got him in the snare system. Yeah, you got him in the snare, and then you just so his hold foot, him away and let him go. So his
0: head is is 12 inches from your, your
3: feet and your your shins, your ankles? It, depending on what it is, yeah.
1: 100%, you're going to snare your own foot, and he's going
3: to be gnawing <laughs> on your big toe. <laughs> right. Wouldn't surprise me. I'm glad I haven't had to use it yet. Let's put it that way, because I was not looking forward <laughs> to having to use it.
2: I'm telling you right now, I've been friends with you for... 25 plus years, if you do not record this first time that you have to do this, Yeah, and yeah. send it to it me, I will, Un-
3: I will unfriend you, I will buy you, I will make sure, I'll make sure. Take, that one. Take, take the tripod, first time I got to use the ball. I'll record it. So right. go. it,
0: yeah, you start the video, you just, disclaimer, this is my first time yeah. doing it, and we just let that thing roll,
1: now we can't put it on TikTok, but. <laughs> right, because you're the successful hunter. Is <laughs> it? <laughs> <You laughs> hey, were you
3: hearing that from the <laughs> decimal years? <laughs> <use.
0: laughs> because
1: you're a successful hunter. <laughs> that's why you can't put it on TikTok. TikTok don't like successful
2: hunters. <laughs> 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 I'm determined. get it now. That's, that's it hilarious. <laughs> oh, shit. You missed that part, Dustin. I did. Sorry. All right. It's good. good.
1: <laughs> Byron was just talking shit about some... It, our, all of our TikTok videos get pulled down. Meanwhile, people who talk about hunting who don't kill shit
0: are still up. Guy has yeah. one buck in four years. He's got thousands of followers. And his page is literally like, you know, this is a good late season tactic. This is what you want to do post-season scouting. I'm like, you ain't killed shit. And meanwhile, I put some antler pans or like some next season countdown video up. Banned. This is animal cruelty. I'm like... We're out there trying to, you know, like, yeah. If, if I, I won't put antlers on TikTok right now. I, don't, I can't figure TikTok out, but it's
3: okay. That makes no sense. Animal cruelty. They lose them anyways. It's not like you're ripping them off their head. It's all right. It's all right. Don't try and make sense. Either. I. You're right. Yeah. Make it makes perfect this. sense. So, so you, you, you kill three that. of them. Uh, you,
0: you show up the day you got them in the foothole. Uh, what are you shooting them with? Twenty-two. It, okay. Twenty-two. Yep. Just writing them down. Yep.
3: What kind? Yeah. What's your twenty-two? Sears and Roebuck it was my my what a what sears and roebuck sears made guns i did that it, back, oh, in, the yeah, way, way back my, in the day it was actually my it was my dad's dad's uh 22 and i decided i'm like well first year trapping. what kind I mean, is it lever action no it's bolt action it's
0: bolt action semi-auto all right i think i'm gonna cut it there uh, kind of wrapping up on some trapping talk but i uh i think we'll do the other half of this next week uh, just to kind of I'll split this bad boy up. This will give us right around that 35-minute podcast mark, which I'd be curious to what you guys think is like the best. Uh, Sometimes I feel that 20, 30-minute commuter-length podcast is really good and a sweet spot. Other times I'm like, man, I could go for a full hour. Uh, So let me know about that. And then uh, if you're picking up any custom gear, enter code WEXP at checkout. That'll uh, save you a little coin. Um, And then, again, eh, just let us know what you guys want to hear on the podcast. I think we're going to take a few more requests. Team Hard Earned Bucks, we're out.